Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Saf Insights. Today we'll be talking about book and claim, what it is, how it works, and why it's becoming increasingly common in the Saf market. I am Julia Squadrin, Associate Editor for Argus Biofuels, and joining me today is Max Eichelbaum, Digital Solutions Manager for RSB, Roundtable on Sustainable Bio Biomaterials. Hi Max, and thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Julia, for having me. Thank you. So, shall we start with a very general question? Uh, what is book and claim? Well, maybe a quick, quick, um, 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 yeah, note about my background. Um, so, yeah, my name is Max Archibald. I'm RSB's Digital Solutions Manager. I joined the organization one and a half years ago um, with the mission to develop um, a book and claim uh, registry. So. That has been a quite um, you know interesting journey so far, and it, it's really really great to see the traction we received um, you know with our book and claim work. So this is yeah, I'm very happy here to I'm very happy to be here today to you know explain a bit what is book and claim and bring the subject a bit um, to the wider audience why it's important. So very happy to discuss this with you. So what is book and claim? So book and claim is a chain of custody approach, which um, allows um, sustainability, at sustainability attributes to be decoupled from the actual product. And, and then these sustainability attributes can be transferred separately. So this is a this is the, the general concept of uh, uh, book and claim. Um, book and claim has been like the, the chain of custody approach has been around for a long time. But uh, now we need to make sure to kind of find a proper implementation into uh, specific sector requirements and uh, respond to industry and, and customer needs. So this is really, really um, um, what we are dealing with when we talk about book and claim, right? So the chain of custody model is known, but we need to really work on a, on a, on a very robust implementation, making sure that there's no fraud happening and that we build kind of a credible system here. So and 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 the, the real big challenge here is um, you know we can put out a system that is very robust, but maybe it's very hard to to use for the industry. And then if at the end of the day no one uses it in the industry, then we don't drive any impact, right? So the it, the the challenge here is finding the right balance between efficiency and flexibility of the system, but then also being robust enough to ensure that we have a credible claim for the end customer, right? So um, that's 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 our book and claim. And that's why book and claim is is quite present right now in, in many conferences and many conversations. It allows us actually yeah, to transfer sustainability attributes um, um, separately from from the physical 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 product. But we need to make sure that we have a, a proper implementation in, in the different sectors and such as aviation. Thanks, Max. Um, mm -hmm. I think maybe we, we can touch a little bit more on the on the risks around the system uh, later. But if we, yeah. you've mentioned that the aviation sector, so in maybe a little bit more color around that. So in which cases can book and claim be used and why is it useful in particular for the aviation and the sub sector? Yes, well, as slightly, slightly, or, or already mentioned a bit, um, um, you know, uh, book and claim is a very interesting uh, solution for hard to bait sectors. So, in other words, sectors that are very energy intensive and intensive, and where emission uh, um, reductions are very, very difficult to achieve. And aviation is such a sector. So, 
As an aircraft engineer, I can promise you that the aircraft you see at the airport today is the airport you will still see at the airport in 10 years. So those airplanes, the design we have today in place will be around for at least another decade. And then and maybe in a decade, you will start to see kind of a transition to new energy modes, such as batteries or maybe some, some hydrogen uh, solution. Um, for the long term, uh, for the for the long um, uh, international flights, however, we will rely on liquid fuels. And if we want to reduce emission, it is stuff we need. And, and that's the reason why um, book and claim here is very interesting um, um, for the SaaS sector because um, it brings it, it allows actually to consume the SAF in one location where it's available, but then on the other side um, get customers paying for it somewhere else. So um, to maybe give you an example, um, so let's let's assume we have an airport that has has SAF supply and has some airlines flying with that, or could or we have airlines that could fly with that stuff. And then we have on the other side um, um, customers uh, around the globe that would be willing to pay for the premium, but they don't have access to that side. So with Book and Claim, we can actually decouple the sustainability attributes from the SAF where the SAF can be locally supplied. With that decoupling, I register those sustainability attributes to a registry. And with that process, the SAF becomes a conventional jet fuel because the sustainability attributes continue to live on a registry. On that registry now, I can transfer virtually those sustainability attributes and the underlying claims to another customer that is somewhere else on the planet. Right, so that's that's really the biggest advantage um, of of uh, of book and claim in the SaaS sector. So, I can supply the SAF in one location. However, I can have a customer paying for the SAF in another location because I can transfer the sustainability claims uh, virtually. Um, so, in a nutshell, also, you know, what what are the general advantages of book and claim in the SaaS sector? So, first of all, an enable an uh, we can enable cost sharing of the uh, fuel price premium. Today, we know that SAF is substantially more expensive than conventional jet fuel. We're talking about factors from three to five, even if we go to, to synthetic uh, um, SAF that can be up to 10 times more expensive than uh, conventional jet fuel. And um, for airlines, this is, is, is very critical, um, you know, to, to pay for it. And with um, book and claim now, I can actually, again, find customers around the world that are willing to pay the premium and, um, yeah, allocate that money to a location where the SAF is available. Um, then there is a meeting, uh, there's a growing demand of corporates for insect solutions, so it's quite there's quite an interesting actually development I've seen um, throughout conference I have visited uh, the last year that there are more and more corporates abandoning, abandoning their um, um, carbon offsetting programs because um, they cost money and they come sometimes with a bad reputation. I don't want to suggest that all carbon credits are bad, but you know sometimes we have to ask ourselves if those carbon credits uh, or carbon offsets really um, are purposeful. And companies are seeking more and more insect solutions. So meaning they do an investment 
into emission reductions that is directly connected to their um, operations. And that means, for instance, a company that has um, high demand for business travel, so their employees flying around the world, they can invest into SAF to reduce their footprint from, from their activities. So an in-sector solution uh, de growing demand is, is definitely there, and I see that trend just becoming much bigger. And, and you know, at the end of the day, there are no alternatives for a company than to reduce their emissions if they want to have an insetting approach than using more or less book and claim. Um, another advantage is, um, yeah, bridging the gap between the limited supply and, and global demand. So I mentioned it. Um, SAF is today very um, only regionally available. So they're, you know, just a, a, a very small amount of SAF producers today. And, and that is because um, of the lack of um, demand they have because of the price premium. You know, it's, it's a, it's, it's very risky for investors to to you know put their money into new um, um, SAF, SAF production sites. So what we can do now is book and claim is we can bridge the gap between you know the supply and the demand that is globally scattered. So we can bring you know um, um, demand from Europe into regions where the SAF can be supplied, and with that we clearly also signal um, to the investors. You know the opportunity. There is, uh, you know, a growing demand for SAF, and and with that, we are, you know, um, bridging the gap between the the two different constraints we have in place today. So that the SAF is very local, av locally available, but the demand is globally scattered. And then um, I think this is also a very important point. I personally think it's 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 super super uh, important to address this. Um, you know. Book and claim is also a great um, opportunity for eco uh, emerging economies to participate in the sub market. So as it is structured today is that emerging economies are rather feedstock suppliers for sub productions in, um, in developed uh, um, regions. Uh, and, and with book and claim, actually, we enable them actually to produce the sub also locally. So being part of the game, um, um, producing the SAF from the local feedstock they have available and use the SAF where it is produced instead of shipping feedstock or SAF around the world so it can be used somewhere else. So I think, you know, with the mission to reduce uh, emission, that makes very little sense to ship SAF around the world to be used somewhere else. So that would be, I think, the main advantages of book and claim and, and the importance for the SAF sector. Thanks, Max. I think uh, I think it's clear there's um, several uh, advantages you just you just mentioned in the, in this sense, and uh, it's quite interesting to see these systems developing in, in a developing market itself, like the SAF one. Um, okay. But in this context, what does specifically RSD do, and how does the RSD registry compare to other registries that are out there? <laughs> Very good question. So, um, generally speaking, the RSB is a non-profit organization, and and you know our our work is um, you know or our mission is to create a positive impact, right? Um, we are multi-stakeholder organization, so we have um, um, we have stakeholders from from different um, 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 categories. So that is. Of one side, the industry, but also you know there are um, uh, other NGOs. We have academia, we have research, 
um, other environmental organization um, members uh, or being members of the RSB that help to uh, contribute to um, um, the decisions we make. So we have a multi-stakeholder governance process in place and decisions are always made on a on a, um, con a consultational feedback. So what we usually do is um, um, we start to develop um, a standard and then we bring those um, propositions to the broader audience and ask for feedback if if they think um, you know the needs are met to really drive positive impact. So I think that's you know a very important foundation to mention. Um, 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 you know, um, RHB's mission here in the book and claim in with its book and claim work. Um, on top of that, also RSB operates a fully uh, or a sustainability certification system. I think also this is you know very important knowledge to have to develop a system that allows the virtual transfer of sustainability attributes that are linked to the certification of the SAF. And um, yeah, to overcome all that, what I have mentioned before, like the challenges you, you see in place, the RSB has developed the book and claim system, which uh, consists of the RSB book and claim manual, which is um, the normative guidance um, for book and claim. Um, the second component um, is um, a, dig a digital or the RSB book and claim registry. Um, so a dig digital account and transaction um, data storage system. Um, maybe a, a quick background here. Um, so all started with the RSB book and claim manual uh, development for the aviation sector, and we have had back then um, developed an Excel-based registry. And with um, the increasing amount of you know uh, interest and, and and pilots we were running in 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 the book and claim space, we realized that there is a need for automation. Um, that was it became quite work intensive for us to to manage this uh, excel based tool manually so we decided to develop a more automated sophisticated system just to deal with the pilots and and do testings and then throughout the the system became more sophisticated and we uh, decided to develop a full registry um and 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 make this tool available to others so that's that's something uh, we launched last year november so that is also part of the the book and claim system, and then we have the RSB book and claim recognition procedure, uh, which is a normative procedure for a registry ecosystem. While developing our own registry, there were other um, um, independent uh, registry developments going on in parallel, so we realized, okay, there's actually a need um, for harmonization. Yeah, so um, that we make sure that there are other system risks we see with having multiple registries um, at the market are tackled. And, um, you know, uh, one of them is, um, you know, for instance, double counting. So we developed this RSB recognition procedure to also develop an ecosystem of book and claim registry registries, making sure we are all moving into the same direction and harmonizing systems and, and potentially even, you know, have some sort of interoperability in, in place uh, at one point where the system can systems can communicate with each other. And uh, yeah, making it also, uh, of course, easier for new um, participants in the book and claim space to enter the space and find kind of a, a more harmonized situation because otherwise, you know, it can be very confusing um, to to um, organizations for to, to you know to end clients to suppliers airlines etc 
um, to you know adopt a new system and if there are so many different um, approaches to it. So this is something we want to avoid, and this is also one of RSP's main effort actually to um, yeah um, um, get book and claim um, really correct, um, a bring you know, a solution to the to the industry that really um, uh, drives impact, right? Um, what else um, is there to say about our registry? Um, I think the, the 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 biggest point and what sets the RSB registry aside here it's 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 a it's a it's a, it's really a great um, entry um, um, entry solution for for companies. So um, we have a very I think uh, compelling. Pricing model, um, um, it's proven, it's it's robust. We have tested our registry in multiple pilots. The good thing is as well, with, and that's the reason why we have uh, this um, RSP system developed, like um, um, there's a continuous improvement happening. So we developed the registry and with the registry, there's also a lot of feedback, um, you know, from, from the system requirement side, but also, you know, doing transactions that help to reshape also uh, the book and claim manual again, like providing a, a, an improved normative industry guidance uh, for book and claim. So the registry has been a very important tool for us to shape the RSB system, but also to help new market entries to, um, to evaluate that business model, uh, their business case and understand, you know, how book and claim could work for them. And, and here I like to highlight also that the registry um, we have developed and other registries we see um, um, emerging right now, those are um, um, chain of custody tools. So um, they are there to track the sustainability attributes of the SAP. For the RSP registry, commercial agreements between the partners are managed outside the registry. So there is no commercial activity happening on, on the RSP registry. We might see other registries in the future that you know uh, enable trading of the sustainability um, attributes from SAF or of SAF but um, you know our focus is really making uh, providing a, a, a very solid robust chain of custody solution to track the sustainability attributes commercial activities happening outside the registry um, so and yeah to summarize the RSP registry is a great Great um, entry uh, solution, and and you know we also, you know it's it's very difficult also to probably develop a registry that covers all the regional needs you have at one point maybe. So what I see as well is that you have you know different registries fulfilling different end client needs because they have some specific sectoral needs. Um, you know, for instance, the aviation uh, sector has specific needs to a registry maybe, and then you have maybe the marine sector that has different needs, and here you might need to have another registry. So the underlying concept of book and claim should be similar, but then at the end you might have some, you know, sales platform, some sailing, uh, some, some other integration requirements with national um, 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 databases, et cetera, that require probably some registries uh, having some specific features available to customers and, you know, to cover all those different needs and, 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 and features would be impossible for RSP to do. So we are in support actually of building an ecosystem and providing specific customer solution as long we all follow the same uh, guiding principles that we try to put in place.
Thanks, Max. Yeah, I think it makes sense. It's already a challenge to harmonize the stock market. I think that adding several other sectors could be even more complicated. Yeah. So, yeah, yes. absolutely. Yeah. Um, maybe just one last question then. We, we touched on uh, on the system itself and on the advantages and, and uh, the uses of the book and claim system. But is there any risks? Are there any risks around it? Maybe of fraud, of, of double accounting of emissions? And if so, how are these risks mitigated? Yeah, that's that's a you know one of the key motivations uh, um, for us to work on the RSB recognition. So there is a perceived risk of double counting today, um, and 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 yeah, that's really um, the reason why we developed the RSB recognition procedure. But maybe um, taking it one step back, let me quickly explain. Actually, there is there are different types of double counting. So um, and 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 they can be managed differently. And and I think they are also um, um, critical in a different way. So um, when we talk about double counting, we talk about double issuance, double use, and double claim. So those are three different types of fraudulent activities you could do to um, you know. Um, um, make money from out of thin air if you want. So we need to kind of tackle those um, different types of double counting uh, scenarios and um, um, to maybe quickly explain what they are. So double issuance is if um, I have a if I have a physical product and the um, sustainability attributes um, for that product is issued or registered on multiple registries. Yeah, or for instance. The product I have used um, to decouple the sustainability attributes and put them on the registry um, have been still sold with a physical product, right? So that shouldn't happen. So there's a there's a there's a double claim on the same physical product that shouldn't happen. So that is double issuance. Then I have double use, um, which is where I have um, the BC uh, the the sustainability attributes. We call them book and claim units. Um, already registered on a registry and they are sold to multiple customers, which shouldn't be the case. Um, and then there's double claim. So when at the end there is a retirement of um, the sustainability attributes of the SAP, so they are claimed by a company and they uh, get locked on the registry and can't be transferred any further. So they are they're they're claimed. And uh, we need to make sure that the claims or the retirement statements that are um, um, used are not claimed by multiple companies. At the end of the day, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a, it's a PDF, and that PDF could be modified, and um, you know, multiple companies could actually claim emission reductions connected to the same retirement statement. So that needs to be also avoided. So, and um, I can can tell you with certainty that double issuance is the biggest risk we see today. So the fact that a supplier could um, register um, um, the sustainability attributes, the decoupled sustainability attributes from, for instance, SAF to multiple registries. This is very hard to control because um, we don't have um, any, any interconnections between the registries today, and that's why we developed the recognition procedure. The double use and the double claim is something easier to manage um, because they are, they are within actually the registry system boundaries, right? So they are within the system. And that means, you know, if I can, you know, assure through an audit that I can't actually transfer the same 
um, certificates or book and claim units, as we call them at, at RSB, to different customers, then this already this risk is eliminated. And then also, if you know, if I have a double claim um, risk, this can be overcome with having, for instance, a public retirement table. So the RSB registry has uh, a, a public accessible table with all the retirement statements that were uh, produced. And that means actually, so if there's an auditor in a company that, you know, does some um, um, accounting audit for an end client, uh, they have a QR code on uh, the PDF provided by the end client that can, with that, they can verify actually the entry in the public table and, and, and assure that the document they have in their hands or on their computer is, is, is correct and hasn't been uh, modified in any way. So, um, and and this is all part of the recognition procedure we have developed. So the um, the normative procedure for a registry ecosystem. So uh, in the recognition procedure, um, there are um, RSP book and claim menu requirements we need to have in place, but there are also um, um, technical requirements we put in place. Um, recognized registries need to fulfill, and that includes um, that includes um, you know that the system can't, for instance. Um, double use or double or uh, or prevents double use and 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 prevents double claim um, 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 from the system side. And then, of course, as I mentioned, we need to develop this interoperability aspect where registries communicate with each, with each other, uh, so we can actually assure that when a supplier um, registers uh, certain. Uh, sustainability attributes of a sub on, on one registry that they can't be registered on another registry. So there need to be some sort of a control mechanism in place. And the RSB is um, working on a research study this year to really find the best pathway to enable the interoperability of multiple registries. And 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 that that is you know that is our contribution um, to really uh, reduce the risk of a double counting. And if, I hope at the end of the year we will. Um, you know, reach that first milestone um, um, to have kind of a technical approach to it. And um, yeah, and maybe a final word to the recognition procedure. So the recognition procedure went through, um, as I mentioned, to a, a multi-stakeholder consultation already. So we have that feedback. We drafted um, the, the final version um, um, recently. So right now it's an it's in the internal RSB secretary review uh, before it goes to the RSB board approval. And then with that, we have um, the first, um, you know, um, um, guidance in place we can use to recognize other registries. And um, that is starting very soon. So I, I hope we will have the um, recognition procedure um, uh, publicly available at the end of Q1, beginning of Q2. So with that, um, we can start to really build this um, our registry ecosystem. Thanks, Max. Uh, yeah, sounds like work in progress, but um, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, thank you very much for that. I think we will wrap up here for for today. Um, thank you so yeah. much for 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 joining me. It's been really interesting. I've learned a lot on the booking claim. I've read a lot about it before. But it's good to hear firsthand how it works and the the steps that you will be taking to to improve yeah, the system. This, yeah, this you know for for many it might be a bit confusing hearing this the first time, a bit abstract, and 
and I, I totally understand this. So I can also invite um, the listeners to visit the RSB um, website. We have a we have a dedicated area on our website explaining the RSB book and claim system. You also can uh, look around at the information page on our RSB registry site. So that is all available on the RSB website. So I invite you really to to go there and 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 uh, you know read up on it and and to um, build a better understanding on 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 our work. And and if there's anything um, RSB can helpful helpful can be helpful with getting you. Um, onboarded into Book and Claim, you know, reach out to us. Our contacts uh, details are also available on our website. Yeah, absolutely. And one more for for the listeners: if you've enjoyed this podcast, yeah. please be sure to tune in for the other episodes in our series Staff Insights. And for more info on the Argus global coverage of the staff market, please visit argusmedia.com forward slash staff. Um, and with that, thank you very much again, Max. It's been a, a real pleasure, and I'm I'm sure we'll we'll hear more from you and RSP going forward. Thank you, Julia, for the invitation and the opportunity to you know explain a bit uh, more of our work to 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 the wider audience. Thank you very much for the invitation. Mm-hmm.